I was supposed to tell this story about how Kane had this girlfriend that he killed in a car crash. And it was just insane. And it ends up, I'm at a funeral home with a dummy in a coffin. Oh, my God. With Kane's mask on, pretending I'm Kane, I'm on top of the coffin having mock sex with this mannequin. Oh my God, no! And, oh and, Jesus Christ! Oh yeah, and and Vince is yelling at me. God damn it! Do it harder! Make more noise and stuff. It's got to be over the top. I really did. I screwed your brains out. Let me just throw out a scenario to you. This is one that we may have been missing. When I say we, I mean me. This may have been one that I've been missing. Because we've been talking a lot about the Vince situation, and um, you know, we'll get into it a little bit more here in just a moment, which got even worse <laughs> this week, if that's possible. <laughs> and we were wondering, you know, there's a there's an investigation that's ongoing. Ari and Nick pretty much have to um, have the investigation go through the company because they're exposed on a lot of different levels. I felt from the beginning their strategy was going to be to try to blame this all the the on the old regime, the old WWE, which was they. I don't know, guys. They ran that thing like a frat house, you know, and just kind of back away and go, I, "That would, it's not us." But they they also are exposed. <coughs> as much as they would like to say that they're not, you know, and there's, there's a price to be paid among shareholders and a lot of stuff. So they're going to root around like who knew what, when did Pritchard know, did this person know, did this person know? And we wondered if perhaps Hunter might be exposed in some way. And if they end up having to fire Hunter in some way and say, well, you got to go. And then who who do you step in as the new creative director of TKO's property, World Wrestling Entertainment? And I kind of joked, well, it's got to be Russo. I mean, Vincent James Russo has to be getting that call in Colorado. Put the bong down. Head to Connecticut, pal. <laughs> Seriously? No, it's not happening. Uh, okay, I was going to say, man. Because I... these are not, again, these are, uh, to go back to the, the TV show Succession. These are serious people. These aren't the the chuckle fucks that were hanging around Turner back in '99. These are like real people. <laughs> yeah, real execs. Then, one of the guys that I thought might work out nicely is they they've now saying that since The Rock is putting his stamp on things, Gewurz is kind of monitoring the situation and maybe a little more present when it comes to the dealings of world wrestling entertainment right now. So Brian Gewertz to me would be a logical guy to put in charge of creative. If they have to get rid of Hunter, let me give you this scenario. Okay. I'm, I'm just trying to picture all this in my head, but go ahead. This one will be, I'll, I'll simplify it. Cause I took a long way to get to the punchline. What if they just put Paul Heyman in charge? What if Paul Heyman is in charge of the whole thing? What if that's how this turns out? Oh, man. Wouldn't that be something? I I don't know, man. It, 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 it's hard to say. It's hard to say if it would work with him. You, you we know we all know he has the capability capability to do that. Yes. But 
He needs we a governor just don't on know. Him. Yeah. So he needs uh, a governor on him. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's it's kind of a long shot, but <clears throat> stranger things have happened. Well, you know, Vince Vince leaving the company forever in disgrace was also a bit of a long shot. That was a, that was a pretty strange in itself, wasn't it? <laughs> it's kinda, we thought the shit that happened last year with Vince was bananas enough. That was, was kind of strange too. Hold my beer. Um, <laughs> I I think given everything, I think in one of those documentaries that that one they did, and my name is Paul Heyman, that DVD set. He tells the crew there. He goes, "You guys better be glad that we folded because if I hadn't." You guys would be working for Vince or working for me. <laughs> and now, I don't know. I just, I got a, I got a funky kind of feeling about that. I don't, it, it feels like something Heyman would orchestrate, but he could not have orchestrated it. No, nah. I don't know how to, I don't know how to um, explain it, but it's always like, there's a guy, you know, it's like the guy who you never can blame the crime on. You never you never can quite get to him, but he's always next to the body holding a knife, but you can never kind of pin it on. <laughs> you know, he's just always there. And that seems like the kind of thing that Heyman does, right? Pretty much. Yeah. Seems like yeah. it. Let's put a pin. As we know, my predictions have been spotless when it comes to the WWE's uh, getting their deal on Netflix. Of course, I said seven other things before that, but still I nailed that one. More, sp <laughs> more spotless than mine. <laughs> well what did you think when you saw cody rhodes exit stage left on friday night on smackdown <laughs> I believe that would have been about 9 53 p.m Eastern mark daylight stage savings time what what did you think when that happened i honestly man i was thinking several things i was like first of all i was like th this has got to be leading to something else there's no way that they're just boldly going to do this just right in front of everybody. Just Cody, just saying in himself, but I, you know, I'm, I'm telling you, man, I, I, don't you think there's more to this after, after sifting through everything that we've sifted through, seeing all the negativity online that, that we've seen from everybody. Don't you think there's something up with this? It's just too, it's just too obvious of a cutthroat move to make at this point with, without reading the room. I don't, I just can't get that out of my head that they're just that gullible and dumb to just pull the, make this move saying, Oh, well there's money there because rock and Roman and Roman and rock and facing each other and blah, 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 blah. No, I, I people want Cody, you know, but I still think I, I'm tell me if you think I'm, starting to look too hard here. Nobody said anything about elimination chamber yet. And nothing yeah. was ever said when rock actually faced Roman. I still think there's pieces to be filled here. There's puzzle pieces with, missing here. I would agree with that, but I think they fucked up and now they're going to gaslight us and say that they had something else in mind. And now they're going to scramble to fix it. I think that's, what's going to happen right now. No, okay. Well, I believe that's, that's the deal. I, Hey, and let me, let me just, like when I saw it happen, on Friday night, I kind of went, well, that's, that's just kind of weird. He introduces a rock and he just kind of goes off in the sunset. I thought that's very, and then I started seeing the backlash and there was a lot of people. This, this is one of those situations where I'm, I'm not necessarily in step with the wrestling fans mainstream wise. Um, cause I'm just not that invested in that character. I appreciate what Cody's done. I think he's a really good performer, but I'm just not there. 
I'm with there you. are a lot of I'm with you. There are a lot of people who are. I mean, I acknowledge that. And I thought from what I read, they made some pretty good arguments about why they were pissed off. I thought they did a really good job. The stuff that I read is like, well, why would you have him win the rumble? If this was going to be the thing, why would you do it this way? Why would you do this? Why, you know, and I, I thought that's a really good point. <laughs> you guys are making some sense there. I'm, I'm open to, to listening to other points of view. And in this case, I think, you know, the backlashers have it to me. Um, I, 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 I'm what, yeah. And, and I think that, Again, I think there's some stuff that we don't know yet. I, I think we just have to wait another, I don't know, however long we got to wait. But uh, things will, I was going to say things will, will shake out in the end. But then you, you say that, well, they could gaslight us and say, well, we had this planned all along. Then it goes back to what I said earlier that I can't believe that if that was the case, I still can't believe they couldn't read the room and would book something like that. Just straight up, you know, I gotta say, Rock's you know, my, taking Cody's place. I gotta say, the great Brian Last has been on top of this. He's talked about how The Rock came into the DC universe with the those idiots over at WBD and said, "This is the way the the films need to go." And he makes the Shazam movie, which dies. You know, the Black Adam movie that dies, and now they're kind of fucked. But and now he's coming to WWE. He goes, "Wait, wait, wait! I'm gonna figure this out. Me and Roman for sure." And now. The, the audience is shitting all over it. There's no question it's been a problem. There's no question it's getting to rock. You saw the social media post this weekend, but the bond between the people's champion and the people cannot be broken. <laughs> yeah, no, they, were, they weren't happy with you. And that was a Birmingham crowd. I mean, they were happy to see the rock, but then they were kind of confused. Like, Cody's just going to run away? Yeah, yeah. That, um, that didn't leave a good taste in people's mouth for sure. And, and it's, and, you know, it's kind of funny to me, man. It's like, I can understand how people had, have turned on, on Hulk Hogan over the years, just because of the shit that, that, that he's pulled and said and all that mess. Right. But, but the rock, the only thing he's really, <clears throat> he's really done. That's pissed people off as of late that I can think of besides what you're talking about, the, you know, I, I'm talking about public opinion kind of thing. Right. Um, was that whole Oprah thing in Hawaii when, yeah. when the, and, 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 and then people were saying that he was kind of, you know, gullibly went into it with Oprah, not really thinking about what he was doing. And once he realized what he was doing, he, he apologized or half-assed, but besides that, I, I mean, I don't know of any other time that the, the rock has pissed the public off and man, just to about face on him over something like this. It's kind of crazy to me. I mean, you know, as, as wildly popular as he is, I mean, he's right there with Austin, man, you know, he's one of the most popular figures, certainly in the history of the, of the WWE He's the biggest star they've ever produced. Yeah. He's not a bigger star. I mean, you, you, it's almost like, um, when you look back at the history of Saturday night live, Eddie Murphy's the biggest star they ever produce. And he's produced in terms of movies and all that other shit. This is, this is clearly like, he's the guy nobody's done any better outside of wrestling than he has. Uh, there may have been a few more inside of wrestling who drew more money, but there aren't many. It's a very short list. Um, and to have people turn on him the way we've seen in the past 48 hours. I, 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 and they, I, like I said, I was, I was a little at first confused. I didn't get the passion of the people, but then they started making these arguments about like, well, why isn't it like, you know, 
<laughs> I think that's fair. <laughs> well, I, I tell you, man, I, I, I got to tell you, I, I think, I think I overestimated, or I'm sorry, I underestimated the fans of Cody, the people who, who really are like you're talking about are, yeah. are supporting Cody. I, yeah. I, I never thought it was as big as it freaking is. And I, you yeah. know, I run across them every now and then, you know, people who are Cody fans or whatever, but I, I never, I never realized how widespread it is and how diehard they are. It's kind of that, that's also amazing to me too. When you think about where he, how that kind of came about, but but I, I don't know, man. I, I still, I'll just say this. I, I, I still think there's puzzle pieces to be, to be filled in and whether or not we've been gap, we'll be gaslighted saying that they knew this and, and they did or did not. We'll probably never know, but I hope they read the room. I hope they knew that, that this was the plan all along because I, I just can't believe they would just boldly do this. Just going, unless they're underestimating the Cody fans too. <laughs> Like I don't I think did. they got it. I don't. I don't think they got it. I don't think they they thought they were going to get the reaction that they got. I really don't. Um, no matter what they say. Um, yeah, I, 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 I give T- Cody Rhodes complete credit. I mean, he's a you know total baby face. He's done very well over the past couple of years. I think all of this comes from you know poison fruit from the poison tree from them fucking up WrestleMania with him last year, and it's just been throughout 2023 and now on into 2024 succession of moves to try to correct that. And now they've made it worse. You know, they've, they've dug an even yeah. deeper hole. At some point you got to stop digging. I agree. It was, it was handed to them. They had it. They booked him. He won the Royal rumble. And then within 120 hours, <laughs> my bright, shiny victory. <laughs> What happened to my bride? I remember that's a that's an old Doonesbury line from when George H.W. Bush was in office and he had those huge high poll rating numbers after the first Gulf War. And then he went to having like when the recession hit really shitty poll numbers and they would have him in the White House and he would say, what happened to my bright, shiny victory? (laughs) (laughs) According to Mike Johnson of PW Insider. The Rock has been pushing hard for this match and has recently been painting it as a way to save WrestleMania. What? No, wait, hold on, hold on. Okay, okay, hold on a minute. Yeah. Haven't we heard about this match for like two years now? This Roman Rock thing? It seems like since the pandemic, for sure. Yeah. It seems like this has been a thing. <laughs> yeah, at least two years. And and all of a sudden, it's Rock's idea to do this? What is really? This, what, is, what does this kind of remind you of, though? Why did Vince McMahon hustle his way back into the company? I got to save this deal. I got to save the deal. Nobody can pilot this thing but me. That's what it sounds like. That's what it's not. I got to get back in there. Well, um, your daughter and your son-in-law are going to vote you out of coming back to the board. Too bad. I've got the votes. Fuck you. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, amidst all the drama caused by the recent Vince McMahon lawsuit and the injury to CM Punk. So the rock has found himself an opportunity and he has decided to pitch this to, I guess, Ari and triple H and Nick. And Hey, you guys need me. I'm here for you. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry. Whatever you want. I got it. I got you. I got you. (laughs) 
one source compared the rock's newfound power in wwe to that of what occurred during his run with dc comics rock signed to play black adam which eventually led to an attempt to take over the entire movie brand despite how last night came across this is of course written yesterday i think this is wrestle's own that i'm reading from despite how smackdown came across this wasn't done to target or politic roads out of the main event of wrestlemania it's also being reported that Brian Gewertz will report uh, return to the Rock's uh, voice to be the Rock's voice during the creative process going forward. Isn't that convenient? Hmm. As the church lady used to say about 35 years <laughs> ago. Isn't that convenient? Brian Gewertz <laughs> back in the saddle at a time when maybe maybe Hunter Hearst Helmsley, Paul Levesque is in jeopardy. Hmm. Hmm. I wonder how Gewertz gets along with Heyman. I think they've got a history. I think they they did okay. I think they may have yelled at each other, but there's not a writer you can name that was around during that time that he didn't yell at. Right. Unless things change once again, the current plan is for Cody Rhodes to challenge Seth Rollins at WrestleMania 40. Do you like that? Do you, is that a good matchup for you? I mean, I, it feels half ass. It feels uh, yeah, it does. It, it, it feels does. Just because of the way the story's built up. It, right. it, that's that's what that's the only reason. Otherwise, it, 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 I wouldn't mind it. You know, how would you, how would you do? You have specific ideas about how to fix things at Elimination Chamber? Um, I think so. I, I think yeah. I've got. Uh, um, now, now this is doing it without Cody winning the title at at WrestleMania. Okay. Um, I would have him go against Roman. At elimination, you, you're, you're, is elimination, yeah, elimination chamber. Elimination, yeah, the one in Australia. Yeah, yeah, the Perth one, yeah. And have him win there and then, see, I don't know after that. I don't know if it's a rematch or, or what, but it, 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 I'm just trying to figure out what the damn sh what is going on because there's a reason that Cody did not say, specifically say who he's going after or what he's doing. And, and and there was probably a reason that rock didn't say anything that I'll see you at WrestleMania. He just stood there and stared at him. I they mean, did. there was nothing said. I kept, I kept looking at the clock and I go, well, they got 48 seconds to do something. And they just kind of walked toward it. Anyway, so there's 30 seconds. Is somebody going to point to the sign or they've got it in the frame. And they just looked at each other and went off the air in Birmingham, Alabama. Well, I've heard, I, this is kind of a weird one. You know, you've probably read some, some theories and some, um, some predictions, but one I saw that, you know, it's kind of out there, but aren't they all the theories, but this one kind of made sense that something about have rock and, and Roman sign, uh, have a, a, a signing of yeah. contracts. And then when Roman signs it, it's actually Roman versus Cody with, with rock as the ref as the special ref. So Cody won't get screwed again. You know, it'd be, <laughs> I'm going to give you a bullshit scenario. Night one rock versus Roman. Um, I'm going to say Rocky goes over. Then Damian priest catches in. He <laughs> takes oh it immediately. He, he takes it immediately off of rock. And then the next night, Cody Rhodes challenges Damian priest in night two of WrestleMania. <laughs> 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 That's how badly they fucked this up at this point. Uh, you're right, man. I mean, it's 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 
The Rock just didn't need to be part of this. I, I'm sorry. I, I mean, that ship had sailed a couple of years ago. And maybe in next year. Maybe, uh, but not this year. It's funny that you say that because I can't even, like, if you if you take him away from Roman Reigns, per se, as a match, where would you put Rock in? There's really nowhere to put Rock There's in. no, it doesn't make sense anywhere else. No, it's just not happening. Um. Yeah. Beyond this, there are discussions that the winners of these two main events of WrestleMania 40 will go on to face each other at SummerSlam to unify the two titles. Obviously, this isn't set in stone right now. It's just something currently being talked about backstage. Well, that's where you could have uh, Roman. Uh, that's where you could have Cody beat Seth, Roman beats Rock, and then Seth uh, and then Cody and and Reigns at SummerSlam. I mean, it's not a WrestleMania moment, but. I mean, I don't know. That's a lot. It's a long time. It's like four. It's like five months to wait, five or six months to wait for people to be kind of pissed off. Because it's, it's, it's very. It's very. I was going to say they're they're, they're, say, they're trying to say they want they want they want Roman to pass uh, Hogan's title reign number. Yeah, they, I've heard that. I've heard that as well. Additional information from Fightful Sean Ross Sapp. States that as of the afternoon of the Royal Rumble premium live event, The Rock had agreed to work a match against Reigns at WrestleMania 40. Despite that, WWE still had Cody Rhodes winning the Rumble and openly challenging Reigns at the end of the event. You can see how The Rock is now working his politics, right? They're like, uh, I'm going to go meet over here. And then, uh, oh, by the way, I'm going to have Reigns. This is, I got to save this thing, guys. I got to save it. I'm going to save this. Uh, Sap reports not only has the rock pushed for this, but some he's also pushing to win the match. Why? What what would be his reason other than just Dwayne. narcissism? He's too, he's too biggest. Yeah, that's it. That's like Occam's razor. It's just the narcissism. It's the ego, dude. I just don't want to think that a rock. I mean, I know he ha he has to have a little bit of an ego and, and all because he's the rock, but I mean this I just be, don't want things be point, all effed up like this, man. At some point in time, you have to show your personal foibles. I mean, it has to happen at some point. Yes. Thank God that his personal foibles weren't that he was, you know, sexually assaulting and trafficking somebody. But still. Well, good point. It's a, it's a sliding scale. It is a sliding scale. Online reactions have been very vocal over this decision, resulting in WWE receiving the most disliked YouTube video in How the about history that? of their channel, that's the best. I gotta, I gotta tell you once again. Many times, I would just kind of shit on the people that are that are kind of kind of questioning this. But I, God bless you guys. God bless you guys for just making sure that the people who run that company know that you think they suck all the balls in the universe. I give, they, I give you complete credit over that. They've had enough. <laughs> Jeez, I mean, it's been. I, I get it there. And they said, I saw that I, uh, it was Meltzer. Somebody wrote that they're looking for a, a Brian Danielson kind of situation now to come out of this, where the public backlash has to happen. It has to happen so strongly that Cody has to face these insurmountable odds. And then he has to overcome them at WrestleMania. And then everybody will be happy. That's what they're looking for. I think they've been looking for that Brian Danielson scenario for, I mean, was, wasn't that the Damian Sandow thing? Kind of. Yeah. I think they found it there, but. I nah, think the LA Knight. No, I think so. I think I'm, they were trying to do that with LA Knight at some point in time before turning him, him into like Mister Backburner at this point. Right? Yeah. I don't. I just. I don't get it. I don't get it. 
Some in the company are cautiously optimistic that things can still pivot since things haven't officially been announced. Uh, don't forget, big 7 o'clock Eastern press conference from Las Vegas, Nevada. On the Peacock. <laughs> I don't know if it's a premium live event. I don't know if it's just a press conference, but it's going to... Some of your favorite WWE superstars. I think it's going to be live from Allegiant Stadium, which is the home of the Super Bowl in just seven short days, ladies and gentlemen, between the San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Taylor Swift did very well, I think, tonight at the Grammy Awards. I think Good. I wish she would have worn Travis Kelsey's ring. I think that would have been hilarious if she had one of those fucking Super Bowl rings, the biggest shit all over her. <laughs> Big as her hand. I'm, they're going to make me, uh, speaking of backlashes, they're going to make me root for the fucking Kansas City Chiefs. These MAGA types, these, these uh, Trumpers are going to make me root for the Chiefs now. Okay, well. Which I hate. Is there, is a there really a better reason to root well, for I mean, the Chiefs? I'm a, I'm a Raiders fan. We've only been rivals of this team for 60 years now or 65. So, well, true. I get and you. They have been probably our, I would arguably the Denver Broncos. I mean, our, our biggest rival, but still, yeah, I the, mean, it, it, it's, it's kind of foreign to me to be rooting for the Kansas city chiefs, but I'm going to have to do it because I don't want to see those motherfuckers on Fox news. on Monday going and going, ah, they lost. It's because of her. So I don't want to, I just want them to just win. I'd like, I actually kind of want to see him win like 40 to nothing. <laughs> just roll San Francisco <laughs> and then go through another week on Fox News. What is this? I don't know what it is. Uh, then, we'll, then we'll hear about how the NFL is fixed because of Taylor I Swift. Love, I do love that one. I don't know how the NFL is fixed, but it is. And I, Now, the narrative is that the NFL and Taylor Swift got together and fashioned this relationship, and eventually – these people are going to sometime this year after Travis Kelsey wins the Super Bowl with his girlfriend, Taylor Swift, who is the most famous person on the planet. I'll do respect to the Pope. I'll do respect to the president. And at some point in time, these two people are going to get together and endorse Joe Biden, therefore throwing the election to Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. Is that correct? That's what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's very obvious. I don't know if that's the booking. It's a hell of a lot better than what the WWE has going right now. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> who has the better writers here? <laughs> and it's a damn sight better than anything AEW's put together. <laughs> They're not even in the picture, man. Hey, the the real victory for AEW this week is that you know stupid ass was able to keep his hands off of X and post something dumb. They finally got Tony to kind of shut up and not post anything stupid and try to razz WWE at this time, right? Yeah, yeah. The only stupid thing he's said is he's got another announcement to make That's oh it. yes it's another announcement i can't wait what is it that okada farted what do you jesus okada farted and it, and it formed the letters aew the fumes did aew aew another great announcement i'm tony khan he's gonna stand there like a coked out maniac like he's fucking pete davidson on a, a three-week bender that microphone in his hand with a talon grip on it. Pete Davidson is really not a far off description. Like, he does. I mean, except Pete Davidson, like most of the time, is fairly chill and looks less psychotic than Tony Khan does. It, it's kind of funny sometimes. Jesus. Sean Ross Sapp has spoken to dozens of people within WWE regarding this move, which has been universally panned by everyone he's spoken to. So all the all the wrestlers are kind of like. What the fuck? Yeah, have you seen some of the wrestlers like um, have been uh, tweeting and and threading and and well, stuff? Well, now we that 
part of that so is they're, they're trying Cody to work. Thing. I think they, they've been told to work it a little bit now. I think after 24, 36 That's hours. That's what I gone. figured. That's what yeah, I figured. I think some of those guys have been told, yeah, let's work it a little bit. One WWE talent told Fightful Select the following. I've known Dwayne a long time, and he's a very gentle lover. No, that's not that's not what, <laughs> what? That's not what it said. I've known Dwayne a long time. Not only did the look on Cody's face tell a story, the look on Dwayne's told a story. That's going to be a fantastic meme from now until the end of time. Cody's face just falling after <laughs> Dwayne says something to him there in the ring. That's going to be a meme that's going to be 20 years. It's going to go down the road forever. I think in <laughs> yeah. that moment, he knew that this decision wasn't going to work out quite the way that he imagined it. He was experiencing the same thing that he and Roman experienced in Philadelphia. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there it is. Oh, Bautista. Oh, he was being co-signed for something the vast majority didn't want. You can check out several other quotes from people within the WWE report on the Fightful Select. I'm still enjoying Fightful Select. It's only five bucks a month if you want to get in on it. I think Sean does a really good job. Sean was very eloquent and forceful in a uh, Q&A session about Vince, and he goes, the motherfucker never should have been allowed to come back. And I mean, which I understand the passion, but based on the corporate rules and the shares that were owned, they didn't really have any. They they fought him as much as they pretty much could, and he yeah, had the was, shares and he had the voting power, and he he was just he had to come back because that's the way that the rules for the corporation were set up. Unfortunately, not that that would have you know if, if it would have solved some things. Um. So yeah, that was that. What I was reading was from WrestleZone. So yeah, there's a lot of a lot of not happy people. <laughs> so I don't recall a, a backlash. Like I think the last time the backlash would have been that that much would have been the uh, the Brian Danielson stuff. But the yeah. internet was not the internet was not as fully mature as it is now. No, um, no, not no. And you know, if the same thing happened five years or six years from now, the there would be another layer of outrage or another way to express yourself on social media or something. Um, so let's get back to Vincent Kennedy McMahon, sociopath for all ages, uh, a lawyer for John Laurinaitis, AKA Johnny Ace, AKA the wrong Laurinaitis brother died a hmm. co-defendant in the explosive civil sex trafficking lawsuit brought last week against WWE founder, Vincent Kennedy McMahon and the WWE itself appeared to corroborate central claims in the suit in a statement to Vice News. Um, while disputing Laurinaitis's role as described in the complaint. Just want to say, Mama Bella, if you're listening, please get out. Please get out now. Consider this your sign to exit this marriage. He doesn't deserve you. You should have been gone a long time ago. Oh, Sherry. Um... Edward Brennan, who is the lawyer for uh, John Laurinaitis, said that his client, get this, Bryant, mm -hmm. is himself a victim. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just like plaintiff Janelle Grant, a former WWE employee. The just like her. Will, just exactly like her. The truth will come out, Brennan said. In the suit, which uh, most of us know was brought last week in federal court in Connecticut, Grant says that McMahon and Laurinaitis sexually assaulted her in the WWE's corporate offices. And McMahon also trafficked her to Laurinaitis, the company's former head of talent relations. 
McMahon, according to the suit, went so far as to schedule appointments for her to sexually service Laurinaitis. Earlier today, whenever this story came out, Vice News, I think it was like three days ago, Vice News reached out to Brennan, John Laurinaitis' lawyer and attorney in the Tampa area, and to confirm that he represents Laurinaitis. He did so, adding, as an aside, Mr. Laurinaitis denies the allegations in the misguided complaint and will be vigorously defending these charges in court, not the media. Like the plaintiff, Mr. Laurinaitis is a victim in this case, not the predator. The truth will come out. In response to a follow-up question, seeking to clarify that he was indeed saying that McMahon was the predator and that Laurinaitis, like Grant, was a victim, Brennan wrote, read the allegations, read the federal statute, power, control, employment, supervisory capacity, dictatorial sexual demands with repercussions if not met. Count how many times in the complaint Vince exerts control over both of them. I'm going to stop here and go, I'm thinking maybe only one of those people was penetrated against their will. Now, again, I could be wrong. Vince may have stuck something so far up Johnny's ass. He hadn't been able to find it yet. I don't know. Uh, if he does, please let that come out in discovery. Please. <laughs> Wasn't there a sign? I think there was a sign up in Philadelphia about when the dynamic dudes were <laughs> wrestling the midnight express it said the dynamic dude's taking up the ass or something like that <laughs> something like that the complaint which can be read in full here they got a link details allegations that mcmahon instructed grant to create explicit content for laurenitis and arrange a threesome between them after which laurenitis declined to answer when grant asked if this was the first time this had happened that's kind of telling isn't it yeah I mean, yeah. It's a yeah. very easy answer. Have you ever had a threesome with Vince McMahon and somebody else before? <gasps> <gasps> you want a sandwich? <laughs> Later, the suit says she was transferred to the talent relations department, which Laurenitis headed. A transfer that came, the suit says, with the expectation from both McMahon and Laurenitis that she engaged with Laurenitis sexually, both physically and with explicit content. In June of 2021, the suit says, McMahon and defendant Laurinaitis sexually assaulted Ms. Grant inside Laurinaitis' office in WWE headquarters while colleagues were busy at their desks. Behind a locked door, the two men cornered her and pulled her in between them, forcibly touched her before ultimately putting her on top of a table in between them. She begged them to stop, but they forced themselves on her, each taking turns restraining her for the other while saying, no means yes, and take it, bitch. Huh. That's a very specific allegation. That's quite specific. That doesn't sound like a victimization of Johnny Ace to me. I, I've yet to hear one. I don't really think that, that to me, I'm not really. Miss Grant's lawsuit is replete with lies. I've seen made up new instances that never occurred and is a vindictive distortion of the truth. McMahon said last week when announcing his resignation as chair of TKO. <laughs> as he quit. <laughs> I'm going to get out, but she's lying. <laughs> Damn you, bitch. A lawyer said to be representing him did not immediately respond to an email. Tico did not immediately respond to requests for comment on Brennan's statement. A spokesman for Grant's lawyer and Callis still declined to comment. Although they have been saying, um, the Callis side, the Grant side has been saying they've had some other people kind of contact them and say, <laughs> would you like some more stories about him doing this kind of bullshit? Cause we got him. We have I'm the receipt. Sure. I'm sure. Uh, my, my latest prediction 
And if this was at a sports book, I'd say plus 150. Vince McMahon will be dead by this time next year. I don't think he'll be alive next year. Really? Yeah, I don't think he punches it on ticket either. I just think he just goes, his health goes downhill and he leans into it and he's gone. I don't think he's going to face trial. Now, you know who has not really commented on this is Linda McMahon. Isn't that weird? Yeah, I've yet to see her name in any. It's pretty well documented. They really haven't been living as man and wife for, I'll just say, 10 years conservatively. Which means, yeah, we kind of got our stuff. We're not going to divide it up. This is a problem for her because now her assets are in jeopardy because they don't have that Chinese wall between them. (laughs) (laughs) If we had contacted a lawyer a few years ago and went, I'm going to take this and you take this, then you're fine. But what yours, what is yours is mine. And what's mine is yours can now be somebody else's. (laughs) That's relevant. Real deal. Holyfield. That's maybe that's why we haven't heard from her. She's just, when she found out all this is happening and, and, and figured all that out about the assets, she just went into a coma. The damn last time it. That, oh. <laughs> God damn it, Linda. Well, now she's in a coma. Here's my dick. <laughs> uh, that's not any worse uh, than the other blowjob she ever gave me, to be honest with you. Here's another, I got to get this one out because I haven't been able to do the Brad and Bradcast for a while. Don't you think there's got to be some sort of agreement from Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, no blowjobs. I mean, she, her throat is a is a billion dollar enterprise. We can't have somebody coming at it with blunt objects, right? And, and uh, just you know, throwing this I don't know, rather obvious observation out there. Travis is a big boy. He's huge. He's a huge guy. It's, 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 yes, here's and I think they sign a deal, and I think eventually they do get married. But the prenup is like this: okay, one blowjob a year after five years on the anniversary. After ten, you get the anniversary and your birthday. That's it. Yeah, you got to sign that. Sounds fair to me, man. I don't understand. I mean, I, got, I, I didn't even go to law school. Can you believe it? I didn't take you came up with that off the top of your dome, oh, man. That's that's oh, incredible. Yeah. Oh God! I mean, the bar is contacting you right now. Ding, ding, ding! Can we just go ahead and admit you right now? Okay, yes, I'll be there in a minute. <laughs> I'll be happy to do. It. Um, <laughs> Meltzer says he was on. I think this is Meltzer. I don't think it's Alvarez. He says he was on with Ashley Banfield Friday night on News Nation. You know, News Nation, the fastest growing cable news uh, channel. Is that right? <laughs> Yes, because if I have a dollar in one, is that the people's people's news news channel now? Is that what it is? Yeah. America's <laughs> news channel. That's the one that Chris Cuomo is on. Okay, Cuomo's got the show on there, and then Dan Abramson is like the chief health jefe of that whole situation. Dan Abramson. Okay. Uh, he writes here. I was on with Ashley Banfield on Friday night on News Nation. She really went off on Vince McMahon and others associated with TKO. That t- to me, that's going to be the real the real issue here is that the current guys, the Ari Emanuel's, the Nick cons, um, they're going to try to portray this thing as 
the old regime, the old guys. And we didn't know, Hey, no idea. Certainly not under our watch. We would have never allowed this to happen. Yada, yada, yada. And the, the grant folks are going to try to push back on that with discovery that, Oh yes, you did know this was happening. You didn't try to rectify it. You, you left this loaded weapon around and uh, you guys are liable as well. Cause you know, if they, if they, as a corporation are liable, then, you know, it could be see that's my guess. Yeah, see that's my guess as to how maybe if Hunter is associated with this at all, I think that's where he kind of falls in. Don't you think somebody who kind of knew what was going on but let it go, didn't say anything, and the but idle very- bystander kind of person? Well, there's benign neglect. Um, It'll make for a very interesting Thanksgiving dinner. I'll say that. Oh yeah, be a fascinating Thanksgiving dinner. I don't know. You know, you you wonder if in a situation like that where this guy's been exposed as a monster, would you ever? You ever want Vince McMahon around your grandkids, around his grandkids? I mean, you want you wonder about stuff like that. Well, have we ever seen pictures of Vince with his grandkids? I don't think I ever have. Yeah. Maybe, maybe when Shane brought him to Mania or something like that. Okay, yeah, I think, yeah. he, I think he's gonna. I think he's not gonna make it. I think his his health's gonna deteriorate and he's gonna go. Well, he is pumped uh, full of steroids, so there's that. There's that. I mean, plus his face is all fucked up and everything like that. I I just, and then I don't know. Uh, you know, the 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 whole legacy thing is just so bananas right now you, you always go through that thing in popular culture with you try to separate the artist from the art and we seem to have gotten to an extent kind of past the michael jackson stuff even though it's fairly ugly r kelly not so much oj simpson no not really this one is kind of hard to, you know it's kind of hard to separate the artist from the art i was ta- and i was talking to i was listening to somebody this week and this was a, a an idea that that bruce mitchell had had many years ago. And I talked to Bruce about this stuff. And of course, yes, he knew about the depravity and <clears throat> this will surprise you to no end. Apparently, um, based on that story that we weren't able to tell about, yes. the, ultimate war- about the ultimate warrior getting yes. fucked when he was passed out by Vince and is the, we're not able to tell that story now. Okay. There don't, are don't uh, a, a lot of allegations that Vince may have some bisexual tendencies. On top of everything else, I'm shocked. To me, that's I'm, I'm you know, devastated. On 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 the list of things that are disturbing about him, that's five thousand and forty fourth, at least. Yes, but there was a, a sense when he would get in trouble with the government, like he did in the late eighties, early nineties, or something like that. There would be a lot of people in the and we we knew this for a few years ago. There were no, hey hey, leave that guy alone. Loan. That's the guy that gives us our wrestling. Don't fuck with that guy. He's a genius. Yeah. That's not happening now. <laughs> there aren't that many people who are like, yeah, you don't. Oh, he did what? Oh, yeah. Fuck that guy. And it is a different world. And there is a different sort of um, attitude toward victims and, and about this sort of stuff. It's not considered okay and part of the business and, and all right. I was hearing... Um, I mean, did you ever think you would hear Eric Bischoff be as critical and as disturbed as he's, he was on that podcast with, with Conrad this week? Did you, you know, Pritchard is very conveniently like, ah, 
Oh man, that shoulder's acting up. I got to go in for another surgery. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Pritchard's working, running out of shoulders. <laughs> How many shoulders you got, Pritchard? I, I got seven. I love you. <laughs> but Conrad, who represents a certain segment of the the wrestling fandom, and a lot of his guys would be good old boys, and a lot of his guys would be conservatives and MAGA Republicans. And he was having to explain to them, hey, this is some fucked up shit. I'm not down with this. And this is not like something anybody's going to brush off. He's, you know, the Vince McMahon legacy has to be re-examined. We can't forgive. We can't forget. This has to be front and center when you talk about Vince McMahon. Not WrestleMania. Not the king of pay-per-view. Not any of that other shit. This is this is front and center when you talk about this guy. And to hear Bischoff be, again, as disturbed as he was. There are a lot of people who had some, you know, semi-closeness, it seems, to Vince McMahon, who weren't necessarily aware of the situation, at least to the depths of it. Cornette continues to say that it, it it's some sort of um it's some sort of result of like CTE, like all of the bumps that he's taken, the concussions and stuff like that. And I don't know if that really works or not for me. I'm not sure if an insanity defense is going to go. I, I, I go, I go to it to an extent, but I think when you look back to that Rita Chatterley situation, I think that was her name, the referee that he raped back in the late eighties. He yeah. hadn't taken, he wasn't taking bumps back then. He wasn't in matches. No. He wasn't falling off of cells. No. He wasn't, him and Austin, he wasn't getting stunned by Austin shit back then. So it's a, the, when, when the behavior came up and you heard it and we both looked at it and went, well, that's, it's pretty fucking shocking, but it was also like, but wait, it does kind of fit into a pattern that's been going back for 30, 35 years, you know? The, exactly. And, and this is, I'm telling you, dude, this is just the tip of the iceberg. Wait, the other shit will come out. I mean, it, it's not just the ones we've known about it. There's, there's still some other ones lurking out there that's, that's going to pop up. He seems, Cornette seems to think there was no way that like female talent would have been involved because they would, the, the word would have gotten out long before now. If he was, if he was enslaving and trafficking female talent. Well, and although, maybe it depends on who it was, man. I mean, if it was somebody well, that was kind of low on the totem pole, then and maybe somebody that's not even in the business anymore kind of thing well, you know that's part i don't of think it's gonna be like trish stratus or anything well that's part of the psychopathy of these guys they know how to pick their victims they have right. a certain personality profile they look for and this is going to be the guy and she won't tell and i'll be able to do this to her and i'll be able to pay her off or be able to get her to sign this these guys are very good at selecting their victims well, this Janelle Grant, I mean, look, she's a prime example, man. She, oh, yeah. She's like a, her mom and dad were killed, and she was kind of destitute situation, and, and he, she was right for the picking. Yeah. And and that's they, they prey on shit like that for sure, man. But there was always, yeah, there was always that sense from some segment of the WWE fandom is, hey, leave, leave our guy alone. This is our guy. Eh. Not so much anymore which makes him different than Trump because no matter what Trump does, <laughs> Trump could rape a, a bus full of nuns and those guys would still be like, Oh yeah, he's my guy. I love that guy. I just, mm. 
Well, I, you know, too, dude, I, I've never really liked Vince McMahon as a person. I, as much as I love wrestling, I've never liked him. Um, just even going back to when I first started watching WWE or WWF and he was the, one of the, the broadcasters. Yeah. Yeah. And I just didn't like him then. He just kind of came across as kind of a shitty person then without knowing really much anything about him. And it just, his, his, his personality, his true personality kind of exudes without really meaning to, I think. And, and that's, I just never really, and anything that's come up about him over the years, I've never been, I've been disgusted, but I've never been like, really Vince McMahon, really? I mean, oh, I was yeah. more—I was more shocked about Bill Cosby than anything Vince McMahon's ever done. No, yeah, you. But again, because there's a pattern, there's a pattern of behavior. There's there's a bullying thing that goes on. The stuff that he did with the, the referee back in the day, all of that stuff fits into a pattern. He's he was. And it's abused. amazing to me that a lot of that stuff doesn't get brought up anymore. It's like, and I'm not taking anything away from the, all the shit and horribleness that. Janelle Grant had to go through, but there has to be people out there. that are going, well, wait a minute. You know, don't you remember when he raped this ref back yeah. in eight and, 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 and this other, and there, you know, there's a couple that nobody seems to want to bring up. It's like, come on, snap out of, don't you guys remember this shit? I mean, well, it, it's difficult. And, and the memory of the media is kind of, it's kind of weak on this stuff, but there've been some people that have been covering it very, very well, I think. Oh, and, yeah, I'm showing sure. that stuff. Um, you know, he was he was a kid who was, by all accounts, kind of abused by his stepfather in that trailer park and is trying to stand up for his mother. And I think it was just the cycle of abuse. Um, he felt like he had to bully back the world because he had been bullied. Finally, he got a way out when he found out who his real father was. And then his real father was a powerful guy and a rich guy. And then it was like, well, I'm going to pay the world back. Watch me now. And for 40 odd years, that's what he's been doing is just trying to pay back the world for the pain that he suffered as a child. And that includes inflicting violence on women and just not giving a shit because nobody gave a shit about him when he was getting his ass kicked by a stepdad back in that trailer park in Southern pines. Well, don't you think too, man, that, that, that some of the old school ways of the business kind of played a part in it too, because he was around a lot of that shit growing up and, and no into his adulthood. So, I mean, I, it's not like it's something that's new to the business. Yeah. I mean, there, there's a lot of guys who did a lot of stuff back in the day in terms of stuff to women. Some of it was consensual. <laughs> Um, women were treated pretty, pretty poorly. Anybody that came in the business was treated very poorly. And a lot of times they were run out of the business. And if he didn't witness that firsthand, he certainly was hearing the stories about it. Wanted to be accepted as one of the boys, wanted to be accepted as someone in the business. So, yeah, I mean, that, that makes some sense as well, because within that bubble, it is the business. And then he gets to take it to an entirely different level. He's got executive washrooms. He's got a very large office. I can just rape somebody in this office and nobody will know. I can just pay them millions of dollars and they won't tell. I can bring Johnny in on this. Johnny will know about this and we'll take it up to a whole other level. And at some point you lose all sight of like, you know, I'm, I'm really, 
I'm really hurting this person. I'm really fucking up this person's life. They're never going to be okay after this. It never, it never dawns on you and nobody's allowed to come to you. Like, like John Laurinaitis was ever, Hey boss, don't you think she's had enough? You know, you couldn't, nobody could ever say that because it was never enough. It was always the greatest inferiority complex in the history of humanity. It always was. And if it had just kept that, then it would have been yeah, kind of an interesting and a sad story. This takes it just beyond, you know, this is like a, a Ted Bundy, John Wayne Gacy level of, of sociopathy or psychopathy. And I'm not saying that he's murdered people, but he also didn't care about his actions in the same way that John Wayne Gacy and Ted Bundy didn't care about the people they were killing. Obviously. They didn't, give a <laughs> they didn't give a shit that they were blowing somebody's brains out or strangling somebody or anything like that. BTK killer, son of Sam, whoever you want to use, any example, they're just based on <clears throat> the large number of population. There's always like a small percentage of people that just don't have any regard for anybody else's feelings. Some of them just kind of stay inside and whack off and go to their mom's basement and talk about how much they love Donald Trump and they hate Taylor Swift. And then some of them go out and rape people and kill them. And some of these people have 20 cents to their name. And some people have a billion dollars like Vince McMahon. That's just kind of how it works. But there's just a level of disassociation from societal norms, from caring about people. And the sickness of it all is like, oh, Connor's cure. We're going to do Connor's cure. That's great. Yeah, good for you. I do remember that one deposition. And I think it was where the, those guys that sued him, it was Raven and a bunch of those guys over the CTE. And he was yeah. in Washington and he was in, it was some congressional committee or something. It was, it, it was behind closed doors. And they said, well, why do you do this thing? Like you're, these wrestlers are dying at a very young age, but why do you do this thing where you pay for rehab for people, even if they didn't ever work for you? And he goes, two words, public relations. Those words are enshrined in a congressional, in a government document somewhere. <laughs> he literally said that. I remember that. I remember that very clearly. Two words, public relations. Okay. So if you're that guy, there's no level of shit you have to do to perfume your stench. I mean, you got to do Connor's cure. You got to do be a star. You got to do, um, you got to tell everybody that Martin Luther King Jr. was your hero. If Martin Luther King Jr. was your hero, you blew it. Um, you got to do the stuff, you know, stand up for breast cancer. But then I, I'm, I'm just so torn, Brian, because I get those stories like that. The one I told you about Pritchard when they, when they came to him when Pritchard was getting booted out of Houston and they came to him with that, um, that car note and they were trying to make him pay up on the spot and Vince gave him the money for it right there and said, fuck it, Bruce. We're, it's not even a loan. Just pay him off. We're done with him. And he's, and you get these stories from people over the years who have, and he's done such nice things. And I don't know where you get those glimpses of humanity cracks in the wall of the psychopathy. You know, there's just a little daylight that shines in every now and again from that guy. And I don't know if that was him trying to redeem himself and trying to prove himself that he's not a horrible person. Or I don't know if that was the real Vince McMahon and this other monster was the, not the real Vince McMahon or the monster was Vince McMahon and this other guy was just like him and, the, and you know, the neurons not misfiring. I don't know. I can't, I can't rectify or reconcile any of it. Well, John Wayne Gacy used to 
be a clown and, and, and make kids laugh. Right. So, you know, <clears throat> I don't, I, I mean, I, I, it could be either one. I mean, it could be what you just said. Which one is the real Vince McMahon? Would you please stand up? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, 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 I know that there's going to be further looks and delving into his life. And I think now anybody that was thinking about writing the biography now has the ammunition and the wherewithal and the motivation to do it. In fact, we probably should be getting several of those. And at some point there's probably, probably going to be a movie like a real honest to God movie depicting this guy. And it's going to be pretty dark, you know? Yeah. That's your legacy. Now you can the iron claw was dark. He, he, he spent all of his life shitting on all these other promoters, you know, like, like Jim Crockett jr. And like all these other people. Well, and it turns out Jim Crockett jr. Is going to be remembered far more favorably and kindly than Vince McMahon ever will. I don't even think it'd be close. Mushnick, any of them, they're all going to be remembered far more kindly, far more favorably than Vince McMahon ever will. It's just, it's stunning. And you would, you would hear these things like people who worked closely with him, like, um, like Cornette, you know, for a few years, he just, I, I couldn't fucking believe that, you know, Cornette's seen and done some pretty fucked up stuff. And for this to blow his mind, <laughs> I, well, I don't know if Cornette's ever done anything against someone's will like that. He, he, he always claims that everything was consensual and he's never been dragged into court to disprove that for anyone who wanted money or anyone who had criminal charges against him to say that anything wasn't consensual. And you know, at this point in time, I, that would have happened. I would somebody think. would have done something. There's a lawyer out there for anything. Currently, uh, all of these gambling apps, there's a lot, there are lawyers out there in the weeds waiting for those guys to fuck up and to go after them hard right now. Well, that's got they dollar sure? signs all over it. Oh, it does. Uh, if anybody like, gets a push and isn't given their money immediately. And then, Oh my God, they will, there will be a million lawyers descending on them. It's going to look like, uh, like buzzards, buzzards will, on like, the kill, like those monkeys and fucking wizard of Oz, you know? <laughs> so it, we've had a chance to kind of digest it. We've had a chance to hear from different people and stuff. And, and we've not heard anybody go, this is bullshit. This is just made up. <laughs> There's no way that this is, you know, nobody, nobody's I, saying that. I, you know, I, 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 I think, um, I think there's some stuff that we don't know about that they they've got on him that that Vince maybe knows about that they're not kind of letting out in the public or something. I don't know, but it just seems to me that he knows that he's been he's been nabbed dead to rights, and there's just no getting out of it. He's yeah, but it's too it's too deep. There's too much evidence. There's too many receipts. Um, on a wildly different note, what did you think of the NXT uh, premium live event, which I think was Vengeance, Vengeance Day, Vengeance Day? Uh, I, I it was okay. There was a couple matches I wasn't really involved in, but the, the two or three matches were were pretty good. I, you know, can't um, complain. Main event paid off. I thought the main event was very good. I thought the tag match with the uh, Trickster and Mellow against apparently WWE loves that Braun Breaker and, and uh, Corbin Burnson. <laughs> Corbin Burnson. 
<laughs> yeah, from the from the motion picture major league, Corbin Burnson. Feels like the David David Letterman's now saying that Taylor Swift is is uh, dating Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> <laughs> they apparently the WWE loves that Baron Corbin and uh, Braun Breaker tag team. Apparently, but that and was kind of a telltale sign when they won that that that's that that Carmelo was definitely going to turn on Trick. They, fi- they we finally the got it, and I, I didn't think we were going to get it once again after they do the copyright thing at the end. Finally, we got the, what they've been teasing forever. Carmelo finally beat down trick after, um, trick had lost the title yet again. Did you see the, the look on Carmelo's face did, when he was getting ready to attack him? Could you tell it was getting ready to happen when they, when he got behind him, the crowd was in such anticipation. Of yeah. It. They were like, oh. yeah, yeah, that was, so, it was great to me. That was like, that was, they, that was really good. Um, the rest of the card was kind of forgettable. I didn't, I didn't. It was good. What do you think of the women's championship match? The um, Roxanne Perez. Okay. Valkyria thing. Boy, and, how do you feel and, about and, Valkyria? By the way, how do you like her? As I a like champion? her. I do like her as a champion. I'm I'm kind of okay with that. I, it's it's very obvious. The Rock's daughter. They can't figure out what to do with her, and they kind of have to give her a job. Jesus, man. I wasn't going to say anything. I swear I wasn't not going like, to say anything about like her. It's like the most obvious thing that like she doesn't really have any talent or anything and, and she but we kind of got to do it cuz it's like her it's like the rock's daughter so we kind of have to keep her on. And she has like no personality. They were talking to her and stuff tonight I'm like, "Oh, thank you. That's so great." And now she's like the William Regal of NXT. And she's and she's like one of those people who, when she talks when she says like a B letter or an M letter where you have to like put your lips together to say like a B an M and put your bottom lip and top lip together. Her lips don't go together. She's like, this is your general manager. Really? Okay. She might be the sweetest girl on earth. And I'm sorry if I'm making fun of her, but what was that? What was that meeting? What was that meeting like? What can we do with her? Shit, we gotta do something with her. Can we just like, can we have her produce matches? Well, no, she hasn't really had a match. Can we? She can't really. Do we have a GM right. of NXT? All right, Is there a GM NXT? yeah, I guess she's it. She's gonna be okay. And then she's probably yeah, gonna get more cam- She's gonna get more camera time than like a lot of people who are like really good wrestlers. <laughs> and this is after they threw in that Joe Gacy group. You know that that cult group. Oh yeah. God, they've tried so hard with her, but like they said, they can't even. Uh, this is from Fightful Select. Uh, I pay for it, so you don't have to. Some notes from Corey Brennan from NXT Vengeance Day in Clarksville, Tennessee. Hot crowd in Clarksville. Good heat for Carmelo after the turn, by the way. It was good heat. Throughout the show, when The Rock was shown at the WrestleMania graphics, the crowd would boo. There were <laughs> efforts made to cover up this reaction by production. <laughs> really that's what it says during the dusty imagine. roads during the dusty roads classic final rope tightness was questioned after two scary spots involving Braun breaker and carmelo hayes it was said all involved in the match came out of it a little banged up there was a lot of hard way blood uh throughout the thing Ilya had his nose busted pretty bad and then the trickster had some uh somebody popped his mouth in that tag match and it opened back up in the main event mm-hmm and there was 
Blood kind that of ring was the um, ring looked like a, yeah. a freaking murder scene, man. Well, Ilya's shorts too were like, oh, look like a well, girl, you'll be a woman soon. <laughs> <laughs> the NXT Women's Championship match was very well received backstage with praise for all three women, especially uh, Lola Vice. There was a lot of secrets. She's fine. I mean, I think, I think the, the women in by and large in, in NXT are pretty good right now. Mm-hmm. Now that they've moved Tiffany Stratton uh, into the, under the main roster, they figured out that she's $5 billion, you know, that they can make <laughs> money off of her, but anybody in a, in the world could have done that shit. Not Peoria that championship. If you, she walks up to Peoria championship wrestling. All you got to do is throw her in there and she, you're going to make money off her. The dumbest fucking booker. Vince Russo might be, be able to figure out how to make money with her. Wow. Maybe not. Yeah, that's pushing it. There was a lot of secrecy surrounding the main event aftermath. There's rehearsals for the main event were kept to those who were directly involved in putting it together. Ilya Dragunov was said to be okay after his nasty bump in the main event. Uh, we asked about the vignette, but did not get any clear answers. Shawn Michaels and Matt Bloom were said to have praised the main event. The triple threat was also well-received. So there you go. Oh, yeah. Well, they're talking about that uh, the vignette about the man has three different faces thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what they were talking about. Any closing comments on another episode of Katie Vick is alive, alive. Um, nothing new. I I still say something, something's going to happen between now and elimination chamber to clear the air of, of things going on. Now, again, whether or not this was all planned or we were gaslighted, I do not know. But I think they will change things up and and right the ship before WrestleMania somehow. Oh, it'll be interesting to see how that works. Um, They're not going to blow WrestleMania, man. They're not going to blow WrestleMania. Well, no, but they'll blow Cody. Uh, wait a minute. Hang on. <laughs> what? Huh? Good God. All right, Cody. We're going to make it up to you. Uh, we're going to bring your wife in. <laughs> okay. Everybody seems to be pretty happy about that Bianca and Montez uh, uh, reality series. The uh, well, no, I don't mean when I say everybody. I think the people in the company. Yeah, I don't I know. I like them. I like them a lot, but I just, I'm just kind of, I'm done with the reality series. Yeah, <laughs> we wouldn't I'm believe sorry. though when when that fucking Total Divas thing was on. There were people who would come up to me all the time, knowing I was a wrestling fan, who didn't give a shit about wrestling, who would talk about that show though. Well, that's because it was on E. It was like it comes was on like, after the Kardashians. So, yeah, you know, yeah. you had a good lead in on that thing. Had a good lead in. Uh, Bryant is available on X and Instagram at Bryce Sports, B R Y Sports. He's also a thre- on threads as well. I am on threads and Instagram at Real Brit Whitmire. And uh, as always, we appreciate your support. Till next time, fans, we'll see you ringside. Fans, that'll do it for this week. See you next week. And until then, so long for now.